Welcome to Being Biracial with Bianca. I am your host, Bianca. This is my very first episode for this podcast, and I'm so excited. I'm totally freaking out and nervous right now, which is weird because there's literally no one else in the room with me, and it's super intimidating. So, um, yeah, try talking about yourself. It's it's just so weird, so weird. Um, but anyways, I am so excited that you guys are here with me. This is going to be a really interesting journey. I am definitely going to be sharing more intimate parts of my life that I haven't shared with other people before, especially my feelings and what I've gone through as a mixed woman. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a blast. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, so today I want to talk to you guys about really where I came from, my family obstacles that we faced, um, you know, and how we overcame them. Uh, what my childhood looked like and how I got to where I am today and who the person I am today because I am who I am today because of how my parents raised me. So I am just going to get right into it so you guys can get to know me. Uh, If you don't know me, my dad is black and my mom is white. So if you looked at me, I would say that you would probably think that I'm white And you would think, wow, her hair is curly. Where did she get that curly hair from? So um, it's interesting. Um, Like I said, gosh, I'm so nervous and this is really weird. And I'm going to look back on this one day and think, why was she so nervous and saying um every 20 seconds? Um, But anyways, yeah, so my parents were probably one of the first interracial couples, I would say, in in the area that I grew up in. And uh, we were definitely a middle-class family. Uh, my neighborhood that I grew up in was predominantly white. So um, for me, I didn't really get to experience the Black community. My dad grew up with his aunts and, and uncles and his mom died when he was really young and and didn't have that side of the family around a lot. My mom's family is from New York and they came here from Italy. Um, so I was very close with that side of my family. Um, I'm lucky now because my dad has reached out to his side and we're getting to know them more and it's really exciting. I've done Ancestry.com and I've done it the freeway where you like just put in names and they send you leaves and so it's really cool. I found some interesting things out about my family so um, I definitely recommend doing that. Um, But anyways, I middle class family in a community. We lived on a golf course. Uh, Like I said, it was predominantly white. So growing up for me was really hard. Um, I saw my dad who looked different from me and my mom and my brother and honestly really didn't understand. Um, I never talked to them about it because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And so I kept that inside. And it's really hard when you're going through life and you don't understand and you don't talk about it. Um, One of my friends 
from high school asked me when I knew that I was different and I would probably say third grade. Third grade was when I knew like, hey, actually I look different a little bit and my family's different. Both my parents aren't white. So that's really when it was triggered in me that, okay, wow, we're a different family. Um, so it was also hard too because I have curly frizzy hair and none of my friends did. and. My dad didn't do my hair, and my mom didn't know how to do my hair. Um, I'll never forget this time when she tried to cut it. It was a nightmare. We luckily got it fixed. But um, so that was really hard, not knowing those things, um, not being around people that were like me. And so. So when you're a kid, you really don't understand and you don't know how to act. I always wanted to have straight hair because that's what my friends had. And when you're young, you want to look like that. So that was a struggle for me. I now have embraced my hair and I love it because I can wear it curly and wear it straight. But as a child, you, you don't love yourself as much, especially because kids are mean and it was at times brutal for me. So I went through elementary school and I knew I was different, but uh, it was, I was okay. I was okay. It wasn't really until I got into middle school and I started trying to figure out who I was. I played basketball. I was really athletic and I will never forget the day that my dad took me to get basketball shoes. And they were the sweetest basketball shoes you could ever want. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. So I it was summertime. I went to basketball camp. Um, it was at, I want to say it was in Norfolk. And, and it was with mostly black girls and I looked different from them, very different. And I was treated terribly. I was not accepted. Even though my dad was black, they were so mean to me and joked me for my shoes. And that day was the day that I quit basketball. And I told my parents it was because I just didn't want to play. And I'm pretty sure I gave them some super lame excuse that I look back now and say, gosh, darn it, why didn't you just keep on playing and not care like you do now? But as a kid, it's hard. It's going to be a theme in this episode. It's really hard being a kid and trying to figure out your place. So I quit basketball. Um, I got more into tennis, took golf lessons and uh and did things that I felt more comfortable with and where I was more accepted. And middle school was also really the time where I felt like I had to choose friends because for some reason, when you're a kid, you have to choose who you want to be friends with. And guess what? It's also choosing people that look like you. So here I am, you know, curly, 
haired, green-eyed girl with a black dad trying to figure out where I fit in. The black girls and black guys didn't want me. The white people were like, eh, she seems all right. She seems nice. Um, so I really did feel like I had to choose in middle school. I had to make a decision between black friends and white friends and it was not fun. I, I never felt like I was accepted by anyone. Um, I'll never forget one day, uh, a girl, um, told me that I there's no way I could be black. There's no way because I didn't look black and I didn't talk black and I didn't dress black. So how are you black? That was probably a, one of the worst days that I've ever had to deal with. And my parents are probably sitting here now thinking, oh my gosh, she never told us this. And they didn't know, but I just didn't know how to handle it. It was really exhausting trying to figure out where you belong and get good grades and have friends and and be judged based on how you look and not really be able to find your place. It was really sad for me. I would say when I got to high school, I started feeling more comfortable fitting in in different groups. Uh, I was more accepted by a variety of, of people uh, but still never felt fully comfortable with the black community because I wasn't accepted. I still wasn't accepted and, and I could feel it. And it was a rough time and a rough period for me. So high school wasn't as bad, I will say, even though I am biracial, I'll never forget my first day of high school. I walked in and I had not been in one place with that many black people ever. So it was almost like a new world to me and I didn't know how to handle it. And I was excited because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have friends of all races. And so it was really exciting. Um, but yeah, so I went on to college and college is probably the place where I felt most accepted. At that point, I think we don't really care. Uh, most of us were just partying and having fun and enjoying life. And, and college was probably my favorite time. No one, no one judged you really for what you looked like and everyone everyone was friends because we were all everyone was so different which was a wonderful thing um but yeah there were some hard times when I was younger and my parents have told me about some things that they've gone through they have experienced probably more terrible situations than I have and I know that they were asked sometimes, you know, are you sure this is what you want to do? And that's hard for me to hear. Uh, people close asking, 
are you sure you want to marry someone that's black? Are you sure that you want to have mixed children? And, and my parents powered through and are really amazing people and taught me how to be really strong and to stand up for myself. I remember getting looks from people as my family would walk places and I really never thought anything of it until later on, probably even more so recently, I realized, oh, that time we were in the mall and and those people were staring at us. I think it was because we were mixed and we looked different from them. Um, I have some questions from some people on Facebook and Instagram, so I just wanted to talk about those as well. Uh, One of my coaches from high school asked a really great question, and he wants to know, what race do you feel most of your teachers associate you to be considered? And I would say they probably associated me with being white, Uh, and I only say that because of first impressions and how I look. Afterwards, I made it very clear to them that I was mixed and I was proud to be mixed. There was one time that I was about to take an AP test and my teacher gave us the bubble sheet. Do you guys remember bubble sheets? They were awesome. Um, She gave me the bubble sheet and I said, it says white and I'm biracial and I have to change this. And she goes, Bianca, that's my name, Mrs. White. It's not your race. And I was like, oh, but I was so proud. I was so proud I was mixed. Um, Another friend asked, as a parent of biracial children, when did you recognize that you were biracial? Uh, I do, like I I previously said, I do think it was when I was in third grade. I, I realized that as I was riding the bus, my friends parents that were standing outside were all white and mine weren't and so we looked a little bit different um and then I have some other questions from friends have you ever experienced close white friends racist behavior and how did it make you feel I have um this one is a really hard one I have experienced friends saying things and I don't think they really realized it. I honestly before never even addressed it with them because the conversation at that point in my life made me feel uncomfortable. Now I think I would stand up and say something and say that's not okay or I don't like that but before even two weeks ago, I probably wouldn't have said said something because it was such a taboo in America for so long, and I never wanted to make anyone feel uncomfortable in any way at all. So it's hard when you're in that situation and they're your friend and they're saying something hurtful. Another question I got from a friend is, did you feel pressure to choose between two different cultures? I definitely felt pressure. It is probably the most uncomfortable pressure that you could feel is to try to choose between two cultures. I think in that time, even though it was 20 years ago, you still it still was uncomfortable and you had to choose. And most of the time 
I had to choose between finding girls that kind of looked like me or sitting with girls that looked nothing like me. And if I did sit with them, they really wanted nothing to do with me. Um, Another question, have you ever tried talking to friends about it, about what their racist comments, uh, how did it go? Or if you were to say something, what would you want to say? Like I said, I've never talked to them about it. Um, If I were to say something, I would probably stop them, try to educate them. And I don't know if I would continue that friendship. I don't want to be a part of something that is negative and puts down other people. I've worked really hard on myself and to be a better person. So putting down others is not what I'm about these days. Um, So I hope that you guys have enjoyed this first podcast. I wanted to keep it short because I want you to be engaged and I want you to come back and I want to give you more information on my family, especially things on that my parents went through. Uh, This is a, a heavy subject, but it needs to be talked about and I'm excited to share it with you all. And in the future, I plan on having my parents and my family and friends and people of all races and all interracial couples and and to share experiences just so we all get a better understanding and we can go through this life more educated and be able to handle things better. So thank you guys again. You're amazing. First podcast in the books. Whoop whoop. Uh, So I am going to leave you guys with this. It's uh, Michelle Pulse said this. It really resonates with me as I'm sure it does with some of you as well. My origins do not haunt me. Attitudes about my origins do. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks so much.